morning sports fans betters and cappers and welcome to the weekday edition of the competitive hedge podcast i am your host of the show kenneth cotterell and thank you all for joining me here today on this beautiful wednesday morning this podcast is all about sports and the world of betting we talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate and capping things off with our daily betting card that being our last call segment sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery. Now, we had a great uh, Tuesday night of plays. We're excited to break down today's plays as well as we got some Champions League and more NHL and NBA action. But before we get into all of that, let's talk about our sponsor, Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including those that I just mentioned, like Champions League, NBA, NFL, NHL, and even the World Series. Now, Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile. Their mobile app can be downloaded from the website of their homepage. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use, so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com today to make an account. Use code SHOOTERSON at sign up, and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age to do so, and it is available to persons in Ontario only. And most importantly, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, please contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. So as we said, we had a really good Tuesday to open up the month, went 4-1 for plus 3.68 units. That means if you bet 25 bucks on all of our bets yesterday, you'd be up almost $100. So let's talk about those results from yesterday, starting with some Champions League ones. Looked like we were going to get out to a rough start, honestly, because the one lone miss that we had was Sporting Lisbon Moneyline versus Frankfurt. They led 1-0 in the first half at home and gave up two second-half goals. That means Frankfurt not only wins the game, but they advance onto the next round of the Champions League. But it looked like we were going to miss on both because Tottenham, they were down one nothing. Then it was 1-1 all the way up until the final kick of the game where Tottenham gets a 2-1 to break. Uh, Harry Kane centers it and he scores off the post Tottenham does and so huge result for us yesterday on the Tottenham front and then we definitely kept it rolling because Philly and New York we had under six and a half (laughs) it was a one nothing final so we never really sweated that one Uh, Rangers win that one in OT Kings and Stars it was 5-2 at the end of two periods so the over six had already cashed funny enough that's where it ended up finishing and then Chicago and Brooklyn under 235. 
108 to 97. They only get to 205 as the total. So not really a close over under bet either. Overall, not a lot of close bets yesterday. You either won easily or, or lost handily. So big day for the show. Now, other results from yesterday because there was a lot happening. Uh, Champions League wise, though, there wasn't really any games that had any significance uh, yesterday besides the two that I mentioned. But Bruges and Leverkusen tied nil nil. Porto and Madrid two to one. Uh, Munich won two nil over Inter Milan. Liverpool two nothing over Napoli. Ajax three to one over Rangers and Barcelona four to two over Victoria Pleasant. NBA wise, the Heat beat the Warriors one sixteen one oh nine. Thunder beat the Magic one sixteen to one oh eight, and the Phoenix Suns won one sixteen to one oh seven over the Minnesota Timberwolves. And on the NHL front. The winners last night were Tampa, Boston, Minnesota, New York Islanders, Oilers, Seattle Kraken, Arizona, New Jersey, and the Anaheim Ducks in overtime. And World Series-wise, the Phillies won 7-0, so not a particularly close game there either. Now, the other uh, headline yesterday before we get into those NHL free agency moves was Steve Nash fired in Brooklyn. Now, I put out a tweet (laughs) about nine days ago that said he wouldn't last until January 1st. Apparently I gave him too much credit because he barely lasted into November. Um, They're making Steve Nash the scapegoat here. Um, He's been in a losing battle since he got there. He started with Harden, Kyrie, and KD was what he signed up for. Then you had the whole Harden wanted out situation. They bring in Ben Simmons, which has been a disaster. Kyrie, we're not going to get into what he's been doing lately. And Kevin Durant has played well. He's been basically the only constant there for that team. So Steve didn't have a great shot as a first-time head coach. Who knows if he'll even get another opportunity. He may be as an assistant, but I don't know if he even wants that sort of gig with everything he's got going on. But feel bad for Steve. He definitely is being played uh, as the the reason why this isn't working. Now we'll see who they bring in as a head coach. Ime Udoka looks to be the prime candidate, although not going to get into why I think that's an issue either on this show here today. Now, um, NHL deadline frenzy yesterday. Um, there was a lot of moves and there's a few important ones from yesterday. Um, the latest one in the day was the Naeem Hines to Buffalo. They sent Moss and some picks around for that one. I think this is a good move for them. They need a guy like Hines in that backfield or receiving back for Josh Allen. Let's face it, Allen gets the majority of the rushing yards anyways for this team. So I don't think that he's too worried about uh, handing off the ball more than 10 or 15 times a game. In Jacksonville, they went and got Calvin Ridley. We know obviously he's not going to be playing for the entire season. This is a move for the future, and I think it's needed. They were really hoping when they paid Christian Kirk what they did that four-year, $72 million contract, that he could be the number one. And he looked like he could potentially be through a couple weeks, but now they've realized, no, he's a number two. Let's go get a true number one. And Ridley, when healthy and playing, he is a true number one. We'll see how he's going to look after a year off football next year. But as of now, Jacksonville made that move for the future, and I think it was a really good one. Uh, Chase Claypool's heading to Chicago. He goes from Kenny Pickett to Justin Fields. So I don't know if that's really a quarterback upgrade for him, but it is a wide receiver upgrade for the Bears. They were basically relying on Darnell Mooney to do everything. And when you're relying on other guys like Equinemius St. Brown and Cole Komet to get targets 
and produce, then I think you're asking a lot in Dante Pettis as well. It's kind of like the ghost of wide receivers past there. So now they get Claypool. He's he's a top 40 wide receiver. I'm not going to go crazy. He's he had a really good rookie year, quiet second year, and now uh, a bit of a quiet third year. Also makes sense for Pittsburgh so George Pickens can get more targets in that offense. And then you saw TJ Hawkinson heading to the Minnesota Vikings. This is a great move for Minnesota. A bit confusing why they did it in division, but the fact that they can get Hawkinson uh, to replace Irv Smith, who's going to be out eight to 10 weeks, it looks like after he had a much more serious ankle sprain than anticipated. It looks like Adam Thielen's also taken a bit of a step back. So I think this is a very smart move for them to go and get a, a second option for Kirk Cousins. They can't rely on Justin Jefferson to bail them out every single week. And then Bradley Chubb heading to Miami. This is a move to me that's basically just them matching what Baltimore did the other day, getting Roquan Smith. Uh, Miami's defense is already pretty solid. Now you bring in a guy like Bradley Chubb that's really good, and I think it is a smart move for them to do so. This puts them as the third or fourth best team in the AFC, along with Baltimore. We know the clear-cut number one and two is Buffalo and Kansas City, but teams are scrapping for that third spot in the AFC. So with that, let's head over and we're going to look at today's daily game slate. Uh, Before we do, let's play the video. All right, so not a lot on the slate today on the NHL front. We do have two games going today. Philadelphia and Toronto. Now, Toronto, they were minus 320 last night. They were very heavy favorites heading into the day. Uh, and that's mostly due to the fact that uh, it looks like Philly won't be going with Carter Hart once again. Um, it's now minus 300. But looks like we're going to see Sandstrom tonight, who's 0-2, taking on uh, Samsonov, who's 4-2 for the Leafs. So heavy favorites, especially with uh, Philadelphia on the back-to-back. This is a stay-away game for us. I can't keep betting Toronto with the cold start that they've had to the year. And I shouldn't even say that it's that cold because they're 4-4-2, but by their standards, they would deem that a tough start to the year. So that's a stay-away game for me. But Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Uh, Pittsburgh's minus 120 tonight. Looks like Casey DeSmith's going to be going in net for uh, the Penguins. Now, the Penguins did just blow a massive lead last night to Boston. So they're on a back-to-back in Buffalo. They're at home with Eric Comrie and Nett coming off that 8-3 win over Detroit. So uh, we have this one as a part of our betting play. We got even better odds than where they're at right now. We'll give you both of them uh, a little bit later on in the show. Now, NBA slate-wise, a lot of games happening tonight. Washington versus Philadelphia. Philly is minus 8.5 tonight in that game. Um... Just heavy favorites for all the right reasons. Washington's lost three straight. Philly's won three straight. So two teams trending in opposite directions. I understand this line. I won't be betting it, but I do understand it. I really hate once you start getting close to double digits this early in the season. You got Boston minus two versus Cleveland tonight. Over underline sitting at 221 and a half. Boston's four and two and Cleveland five and one. So two of the better Eastern Conference teams battling tonight. Atlanta and New York, I would say that one is a pretty good Eastern Conference team, and I'm still not sure about the other one. But the Knicks, nonetheless, are minus two at home. 
Uh, the over-under line moved two and a half points last night. It's all the way up to 231. So if you like the under, this is great for you. You're getting some additional points here. Overwise, you should have got it last night. But both have lost two straight games, so they're looking to right the ship. Sacramento versus Miami. Miami's minus seven and just coming off a win over Golden State last night. But Sacramento has won two in a row as well, so two teams trending in the right direction as of recent. You got Charlotte and Chicago tonight. Chicago's minus five and a half, taking on uh, Charlotte, who just lost, where Chicago's coming off the big win over Brooklyn last night, so they're on a back-to-back. Clippers and Houston are going once again tonight. Uh, Clippers are minus five, and they just beat Houston a couple days ago by two points, so it was a tight one there. Another tight one was between Detroit and Milwaukee a couple days ago. They're squaring off once again, and Milwaukee is minus 11 and a half. So Detroit may be a bad team, but they covered last time. Can they do so once again tonight? Toronto's minus seven and a half, taking on San Antonio tonight. The Spurs, though, have been a bit of a surprise out of the gate. They they won two straight, and they've won quite a few games, quite a few more than I think Spurs fans are almost wanting them to since they thought that they were a part of a tankathon this year. But uh, Toronto also just won by 30 over Atlanta, so they are absolutely rolling. Then you got Utah and Dallas squaring off tonight. Dallas is minus five and a half. That line held overnight. Utah's won two in a row, and Dallas is coming off the win over Orlando. Utah's been a bit of a surprise out of the gate with how well they've done. And then you got Memphis minus four and a half versus Portland. But the Grizzlies have lost two straight. And Portland opened up the season five and one. So the home team here is a bit of a dog, but they have been playing great. And then the Pelicans and Lakers is the final game tonight. Uh, Pelicans are minus three and a half. Both teams coming off wins, but the Lakers, it was their first one of the season, which is a bit alarming when you are at the start of November. And then Champions League wise, we have eight more games happening today. A lot that really don't matter as far as... uh, betting wise goes for me because they are games that literally don't matter um starting with real madrid they've already won their group they're minus 400 taking on celtic at plus a thousand now we saw yesterday that rangers even though they were eliminated they got beat by a couple goals i still don't want to go and bet a multi-goal spread against celtic today even with madrid at home it's just not a great spot for me here so with neither of these teams really competing for anything. Celtic might be for pride, which is another reason why I won't bet this game, but uh, Madrid heavy favorites once again today. Then you've got Shakhtar Donetsk and RB Leipzig. Now this game does matter a lot in Group F because Leipzig, they're three points clear uh, for this one, but they are on the road taking on Donetsk today. So this is a tough test for them. Um, This is one of the earlier games in the day as well. Um, given the fact that Madrid is is already advancing, uh, Donetsk would have to go in. And if they do get three points, then they will advance because they do have the goal differential right now. But it is a bit of a, I want to bet this game because it matters. I just don't know enough about either team to truly put in a, a smart bet. So I'm staying away on this game. Chelsea versus Dino and Zagreb. Now they've basically won their group. Zagreb's all but dead. Um, But this is a game that I actually am going to bet. I'll have it as a part of the card in a few minutes, so stick around for that. But we'll chat more about that game in a couple minutes. Copenhagen, they're taking on Dortmund today. Dortmund, they're on eight points. Uh, All that they have to do is not get beat badly, and they're fine because they're 
three points up on Sevilla, and they have a nine-goal differential between the two teams, Dortmund at plus five and Sevilla at minus four. So this is one I want to stay away from it because as much as I'd love to go take Dortmund money line, they might even just play for the draw today and just make sure that they get through. Um, they're not going to be passing Manchester City by the looks of it. So I think that's where I would lean with this game. I mean, talking about Manchester City, they're minus 175 and Sevilla's plus 900. So with Man City three points up, I don't think that they're too worried of getting a point at home against, I would call it a struggling Sevilla side. Um, they haven't looked that great in the league so far in Spain. So that's where I would lean uh, with this game. Then you've got uh, a couple of games happening in Group H, PSG, uh, they're minus 154 taking on Juventus. This is a nothing game for Juventus. They've already been eliminated. PSG would like to win the group, and they are four points or four goal differential clear of uh, Benfica, but not a game that I want to bet on today either. Maccabi Haifa is the other uh, game in this group. They're plus 375 at home versus Benfica, who are minus 150. Now, Benfica knows that they have to win big if they want to have a chance. And I think that they're going to go for it today because they know that Juventus is a much tougher test for PSG than Haifa is for them. So if they can go and win this game outright, maybe you get a draw in PSG's game, then you can win your group, and then you're absolutely thrilled. And then to cap it off, AC Milan, they're minus 186 versus Red Bull Salzburg. Milan are one point clear of Salzburg, so a draw is all that they're going to need today. I think they're going to push for the three points. And so... That's going to be a fun one to tune into today as the best game of the later slate. But with that, let's head over now. We're going to give you our last mountain pick segment, as we call it, last call over here. And let's play the video before we do our ad read. All right, so with that, our segment is sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery. Last Mountain is family-owned and operated, located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country. Saskatchewan's first micro-distillery's success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Their holiday seasonal releases are out now as well. They've got their famous cherry whiskey chocolate hazelnut truffle liquor and new this year local candy cane vodka so as i said new sponsor of the show uh this last call segment is where we give our daily picks for the day where we give out our betting plays so let's dive right in starting in the champions league we are going benfica money line at minus 150 over maccabi haifa this is a one and a half unit play for us today and it's a great spot even though benfica's on the road for them to go in and get the three points and really put the pressure on PSG to do the same. Because, look, this isn't the end-all, be-all. If Benfica doesn't win this game, then okay, fine. They're going to advance, but they'll advance second in the group. And so I think it's a good spot to win big, put the pressure on PSG. They already won 2 to nothing at home in the previous matchup between these two sides. And Haifa doesn't have the toughest environment to play in either from the games that I watched of them when they hosted PSG and when they hosted Juventus. And despite the fact that Haifa's played a lot of teams close, I just think Benfica's talent is going to win out today. So I'm rolling with them at minus 150 for one and a half units. 
Then other Champions League game. We're going Chelsea minus one and a half versus Dinamo Zagreb minus 110. And it's a two unit play. Now, Chelsea aren't worried about getting eliminated either. They've already advanced. And normally I wouldn't bet on a team like this today that technically has nothing to play for. But I think that they do in a sense that this is a get right spot for them to prove how far they've come over the last couple months. Because if you remember, it was Thomas Tuchel who ended up getting fired because of this result when they lost to Dinamo Zagreb on the road. And so I think that this is one of those spots where Graham Potter's going to look at this and say, let's go in and win comfortably and show that this team has grown a ton since Tuchel left and really solidify that they made the right decision hiring him. Now, they had a tough result against Brighton on the weekend as well, where they got embarrassed. It was the first loss under Graham Potter, and I think he wants to write it right away uh, with this Chelsea side. So give me them to win by multiple goals today at minus 110. Then Cleveland Moneyline versus the Boston Celtics at plus 105. Really love this spot given, as I said earlier, Boston's 4-2, and two, but Cleveland is 5-1. and one. And this is an opportunity as well where the Cavs could have Darius Garland tonight as he's a game-time decision. And I think that they just match up really well with the Celtics. They can defend them on the perimeter, and they have the size to keep up with them as well. If they do get Garland back tonight, that's an even bigger boost for them. Donovan Mitchell's been great out of the gate. Evan Mobley's looked solid, and Jared Allen has as well. So I just think this is a, a Cleveland team that's hungry to get that statement victory early on in the year. And so I love this result tonight for Cleveland to go get the money line at home versus the Celtics. I also like the Utah Jazz at plus seven tonight versus Dallas at minus 150. This is a single unit play as well, but... I have to ride with the Jazz because they're at a hot hand right now in the NBA. We've got Dallas sitting at 500 and the Jazz at 6-2 and two that are playing great team basketball. Now, this line is at minus 5.5. I did buy a point and a half in order to get to this minus 150 number. But Dallas, while they do have higher expectations, this is a lot of points at home for uh, going up against the Utah team that has played this well. And so... Until the Jazz slow down, let's back them. Let's continue to win some dough alongside the Utah Jazz. And we're going to do so tonight at minus 150 for the Jazz to cover the plus seven. And then to cap it off, we are heading over to the ice for one lone play tonight. That being the Buffalo Sabres money line versus the Pittsburgh Penguins at plus 114. This is the line that we got it at last night. It has since moved to even money. So the public is even fading Pittsburgh. And the reason why is because... They blew a two-goal lead in the third period last night and then lost in overtime to Boston. We're talking about a Buffalo team with a lot of momentum. They just blew out Detroit 8-3. They're out to a much hotter start than people thought they were going to be this year. And so Pittsburgh, they have them on a back-to-back. They went into overtime last night as well, so they had some additional ice time there. And you just blew a major lead. I think it's a great upset spot. I think actually by the time puck drops you might see Buffalo slightly favored in this game. So go and get the line now. I got it at plus 114, but I really like this spot for them to upset the Penguins. Keep the Penguins sliding as well after they had a really good start. They've been ice cold recently, and so roll with the Sabres today. But that's all of our betting plays. Go check out our social platforms at HedgePod. If we make any changes to our lineups, you'll find them there. And then when it comes to our podcast audio, Go drop us a five-star review on Apple and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Really helps the show grow. We appreciate all of you for tuning in tomorrow. We're going to have more hockey. 
more basketball, even some Thursday night football as well. <laughs> Although I don't know where you go with Philly being minus 14 on the road versus the Texans, but nonetheless, we'll be back to give you more betting plays on the weekday edition of the Competitive Hedge podcast.